a picture of my Manhattan. Okay, shall we go? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Hillary. Hey, Jenny. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How about you? Good. I'm still a little sleepy from our uh, from our tour adventures. Our our tour with the book. Our book tour. We keep saying it was a weekend, but it was smack dab in the middle of the week. <laughs> oh my God, we came home from a weekend to a weekend. <laughs> we did. It was awesome. We did. Um, and we should mention today is Monday, November seventh, but yesterday was your birthday. It was my birthday. Cheers to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was so. Both have sippy cups. I like your sippy cups. So, friends, fans, and listeners, we are just back from the Big Apple, New York City, New York. The big stinky bong. <laughs> big stinky bong. No. Used to smell like garbage. Now it uh, smells like weed. And with a hint of, with notes of garbage. With notes of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, the weed. I am all for legalized marijuana. Go for it. I just didn't think but, it would be. It would smell like no a frat house. No, so like you can't smoke cigarettes in public. Why can you smoke weed in public now? I don't you understand. You can smoke cigarettes in public outside. It's frowned upon. But it's not illegal. No, but the entire time I was there, I smelled one cigarette and I smelled weed every step of oh, took. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think more people are smoking than you realize. I see it. But in honor of being in New York, we have a special drink tonight. We do. We are drinking Manhattans. We are drinking Manhattans that are good. So good. We found pre-made cocktails. So we had the most amazing time. Absolutely. Absolutely ever. There was massive stress involved. (laughs) um pretty much in almost every little step we took but it all worked out not really think I haven't really been thinking about stress no this is the joy of accomplishing all that we set out to accomplish I commented at some point that a bagel and I did not have an interesting cocktail no but you talked to Bono Fair play. I I I did. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can have a bagel. I can go downstairs and have a bagel. Right. And you are now having an interesting, having an interesting cocktail. cocktail. There you go. Yeah. You know, the only cocktails I drank in New York were Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. But um, I uh, I think I commented at some point that I don't feel like I've had that level of adventure since Pop Mart. I think Dublin was close. Yeah. But it was the different. It wasn't the, we didn't have the person. We did. We did. I feel like Dublin was on the same level as. Yeah. Except that the only thing with Dublin is it wasn't like whirlwind. Like we were there for a week. You're right. It was. And even though like the shows were back to back, like. Like there was like this YouTube bundle. It wasn't. Like, I don't know. There's something about it that just, like, it it invigorated me. 
<laughs> and the fact that it was just like 50 hours or something. Right. Totally. Uh, the the thing that, where that leaves me is like, um, now what? <laughs> right. I don't know what the answer to that is, but like that's, you know, usually when we have. Well, you're right with Dublin. It wasn't like this this giant like everything happened at once and then we went home it was right. little bits and pieces for a week and then we went home and and said now what but we had a week of fulfillment and then now what right, right. Was, you know april to for me was april to december and then now what but this was just like boom boom now what it's crazy. And it's so, hard on your heart. <laughs> it's what? It's hard on your heart. It is hard on your heart. And when, so what Boston was like two nights later, and we'll get into stuff. Yes. And you were like, boss, because I came home so content. So content. And then you're like, Boston's tonight. And I was like, fuck, how fast can I get there? Right. So here's, I spent a friggin' day in the airport because um my flight was delayed by many 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 hours and yeah. I got there crazy early anyway and I hadn't realized until later till I was no longer in the airport till I got home that Boston was that night don't think for a second I wouldn't have hunted around flown to Boston to figure out how to get to I was in an airport to figure out right. how to get to Boston Right. If I thought about it, I didn't think about it. I don't know how I would have done it. I mean, I assume I would have had a friend who would let me sleep on the couch. I don't know how I would have gotten a ticket because I didn't have one and I didn't have any the money to do it. Right. But I would have right. tried really hard. Well, anyway, let's get back to New York City. Yeah. We arrived. We were in the city before 7.30 a.m. Yeah. My, show. my flight got in a little after 7.00. And mine was like 7.20 or something. Yeah. Day of show. We've been up since 3 a.m. Couldn't check into our hotel till 2. The show was at 8. I didn't sleep at all the night before. Not at all. I got. I did get maybe a few hours. Maybe. But they were unbro- But they were broken. And I couldn't sleep on the plane. Nope. It was crazy. But, but we did it. We got to the hotel and... Dropped our luggage off at like 9 a.m. And we had lunch with your friend. We had lunch with my friend Sally, who I hadn't seen in years. I grew up with. Yeah. And then we um went over to the Beacon Theater to hang out with some other fans. Yep. Yeah. We met um our beloved PJ from Octoon Baby. No, I feel like we've known, like, she's like, one of our best friends and we it kind of didn't feel like we hadn't met before right right like like you're like this is easy yeah so easy we met um jenny from famously known as the larry mullen band who has been so helpful to us as these little tiny podcasters she's been a great friend and great at introducing us to people. She coached us to get on the Sirius XM, which was awesome. It took a thousand years, but her advice worked. And it was delightful to hang out with her. And it was just, in general, 
minus the pot smoking autograph hounds. It was a nice group of fans. It was a nice group of fans. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of um, know-it-alls. Yes. But at least they were nice. They were very nice. But just, just as a, you don't, if you're in an environment like that, you don't know who's standing next to you. Right. You don't and want so to give away the secrets. You do not want to give away the secrets, but I feel like people who... The key to the city, yeah. No, people like to do that because then they think, you know, I'm this expert, and I'm like, all you're really doing is screwing over yourself. Um, right. But that's all really they were doing, and making themselves look like idiots because they're telling people who've been doing this for 25 years what they've learned over five years. Right. Six years, 10 years. Not None of them were 10 years. Right. Uh, but there, but that was, it was a little humorous. We're like, yep, yep. Yeah. An- yep. Another thing, and this is not a, I'm not, this isn't a giveaway of any tips or whatever, but every other car in Manhattan is a black Escalade. Yes. <laughs> so if you see one in Manhattan, it does not mean it's Bono inside the car. No. So you don't start yelling at people. This is it. It's Bono. He's here. If you see a black Escalade anywhere in Manhattan, yep. because it's, you know, probably like one of the most popular vehicles you see. And even though he did arrive in a black Escalade and so did Edge separately, so did half of every other crew member that showed up. Yep. Yep. And it was either that or a uh, like Mercedes minivan. And I mean, again, let's look at the at the rentals. Right. When, the people, if you want to hire a driver and a vehicle to we were carry walking, people. Right. When we were walking from our hotel to wherever we were going, or when we walked from Colbert to Times Square. Yep. There were a thousand Escalade, black Escalades with tinted windows. That's ha- that's there's so many people in Manhattan that need car like cars for hire. Yeah. That's what you're gonna see everywhere you go, and it's not Bono. <laughs> um, but these people. I mean, it could be. It's and, most likely not. <laughs> it's probably not. Um, especially when you know damn well he has to be somewhere else at the time. Or right. whatever, but just I'm just gonna say there were fifty while we were waiting, there were easily fifty escalades that drove down that street that did not stop. Yes. Or they stopped to gawk at us. Or they, <laughs> right. <laughs> like what are they yeah. Who are you so, waiting for? I mean, it, I don't know. I just wanna give everyone a heads up on that. That you sound like an idiot when you just <laughs> this is it this is it every time because you don't know that it's it and also there there are time frames where you know it's not it I mean it's very we know um it's best to just stay chill anyway that what just to stay chill just stay chill because you know when you think it's a sure thing it's not always a sure thing and we know that more than anybody else like destroys your own nervous system yeah (laughs) right but anyway, um, but really, the, the and we're not going into any great details very specifically, 
because the more you tell people, the more people show up, the less your chances are. Yeah. Stop sharing secrets, people. So shut up. That's why we're, shut up. we're not, we haven't given any details that aren't pretty. Don't lovely. tell people who you're waiting for because then they wait with you. Yeah. And that happened. We just had a really nice time being around other fans in the city. We, you know, we showered. We, we did. We got, we dressed nicely. It, we were very pleasant. And we, it was not a, it was not a GA situation. At no. We went and had drinks and dinner close by with, as mentioned, PJ. And then your BFFs, Noel and Rebecca. Noel and Rebecca. You are now my BFFs too, because I've now met them twice. twice. Yeah. So obviously we're besties. And um, then we so just walked on over without any hurry. If you if you don't want if you if you have plans to go to one of the book shows, the book tour mm-hmm. shows, stop listening right now if you don't want any spoilers because we're talking and, and I don't want I'm not I'm not gonna hide anything about the. No. If you want to hear about Colbert, skip ahead like ten minutes and see where we are. Yeah. We it's, should look. We should see where we we should, here and it is now eight twenty three. So at 8.43, sorry, we should. We need to be done talking about. Or say so. Anyway, okay. here, if you don't want to hear anything about the future, you know, just, just fast forward through this. I just um, want, can I say real quick, I'm glad that we have deemed it the book tour because it's not a book tour. It's no, not, it's, it's, it it's not, I went to Jan Wenner's book tour. It was an interview. It was discussion. And then he did a book signing. That was a book tour. Let me just say, this was an interview. It just wasn't someone else interviewing Bono. His father, <laughs> the seat of his father interviewed yep. him. Yep. I mean, that's how a lot of stuff came out that from from that patience with his dad yeah yeah and I said it there are two chairs over there that it has to be an interview and it was we just assumed someone else was going to be sitting and nope (laughs) no but this is oh we'll get into it um I'll just go ahead and say this it was really interesting that you know the book is deemed you know it's dedicated to Allie his wife Allie and it's obviously very, very heavy on Iris's mom and what her death left for him. But this performance, this was it was his dad. All his dad. I mean, there were mentions. Allie was mentioned. Iris was mentioned. Of course, that stuff was mentioned. But the bulk of the content that was anywhere new to us was with his dad. Yeah. It's cool. No, it wasn't an, it was, you know, and still I have to say that the majority of it and the majority of what I've read in the book is not news to me. M- more than what I've read, it's there little anecdotes that might be a little new, things that right. I haven't heard before, but right. most of but it's just it's just the way it's told. 
the way it's told, and it's flushing out the stories. Like I love. How far into it are you? I've started chapter nine. I'm sure you're further than that. I don't think I am. Mm. It's invisible. I'm eight, eleven o'clock TikTok. All right, okay. so I'm a chapter behind. Um, oh, just to uh, the story about Adam eating the bird poop sandwiches. <laughs> that was in we. That was in uh, in um, Bill Flanagan's book. Oh, was it about how he would eat just eat stuff? He walked down the hallway and eat people. That's where his club sandwich. The the oddity was that he ate it after he put it on the bird poop wall. Right. But obviously he doesn't care where they come from. No, he doesn't. They planted. No. Yeah. The first time we met Adam, he put a sandwich down on a cement wall that was covered in bird poop. And then it was exposed to all elements. We assume bird poop. There was bird poop on it. I don't know if it was covered in bird poop. There was probably a bird poop. We didn't. Yes. I can't even picture it. We just call it the bird poop sandwich. It was a club sandwich that had like like a toothpick in it or whatever yeah. there's sandwich he obviously that, got it out of the hallway yeah obviously that's the only answer now but anyway that, but, but you know what we need to do an app called a book report book report it translates to report in case you want yeah we need a book report a book report we would do a book report <laughs> Uh, this is not that up. This is the Bukter. Um, It was a really interesting setting being in a theater. First of all, I loved our seats. I hated our chairs. I felt like I was sitting at a child's table. That it really, like, my butt was <laughs> really sunk down. So, I like, my knees were above my hips. And I was like. <laughs> so, it was weird. Plus, we were. Dare I say we were too close. We were second row. There were speakers on the stage and monitors. So there was stuff we couldn't see fully of. I'm not complaining about that. But it would have been nice to just to be able to see the whole production. Yeah, it would have been the idea for this production. Like if you have a choice, if if you're going and you don't have tickets and you just have your choice of any ticket, I would say to pick the first row of the first balcony. You need to be in the arc of celebrity. That's where I would suggest. Okay, new new Garden Tarts term, arc of celebrity. So like 10 rows back, I guess about It was 10. like 10 to 12, yeah. There was a row that went. It's a few rows. There might have been two or three rows. I never saw people in more than one row, but I also could have been at a weird angle or something. Anton I and Jan were in two different rows. Okay, so it was two rows. Um, that that spanned all three sections of the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, like an arc. Can't you see my hands, listeners? <laughs> you know what an arc looks like, like a like, like a crescent shape, like a rainbow. Um, and it was oh, it was the arc of celebrities. So in this said arc, were I still never figured out who that guy was. That I know. Oh yeah. A friend of Bono's. He was the first one I saw in that. Yeah. And Anton, Jan Wenner, um, the Clintons. The Houston's. The Houston. Everyone except Eli was there. Yeah. Um, 
we assume um, and then we hear all these other names we assume they were all in the arc of celebrity yeah i never saw tom hanks i never saw him i never saw michael stite i never saw christy turlington i saw rocky o'reardon but i don't know where she was i just saw her walking around yeah um let me just say this too. I don't care if they let you have popcorn in an event like this. Don't eat popcorn in the front row. There was this lady eating popcorn in the front row the entire time. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, don't just don't do it. Yeah. You have to lock up your phones. This is a thing. I I am an idiot and I thought of a way around this that I had not thought of. Oh, they did not tell you, and I'm telling everybody this. They did not tell you. They asked if your phone was on airplane mode. Oh, if your phone had not been on airplane mode, your Apple Watch would have been 100% right connected to your phone. And well, and I'd actually, if you'd gone to the Yonder site who provides those pouches, they that was one of their suggestions, even. Was that if you're waiting for a call, babysitter, you're on call, something, use a Bluetooth device to know to get a notification that you then need to go unlock your phone. I didn't know this either that you could. They didn't want stuff ringing is what they didn't want. Well, with the way that mine, the way, so I didn't have my phone paired with Wi-Fi. Yeah. I don't know if there was theater Wi-Fi, but even my phone was paired with my watch. But even in airplane mode, I'm not going to get a notification. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. They were on the Yonder site. They were saying, don't put it in airplane mode. Make sure it's silent. They, when we walked in, they said. Oh, I just meant on the website. Oh, just oh. on the Yonder website. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Yonder- or some other recommendation was if you if you're worried about an emergency call. Right. Well, yonder they I I they asked when I when they put it in the pouch if my plane was on airplane mode, and they asked again when we went through security if it yeah. was in airplane mode, and if I said plane, yes because your plane was on airplane mode. If my phone, was on, I hope my plane's not on airplane. <laughs> I don't put my phone on airplane mode when I'm on a plane. <laughs> if I don't have a signal, I don't have a signal. What's the point? Right. Um. Ever. I don't ever do that. But I did it because they told me to, and I wasn't thinking that I could do otherwise. Like somehow they'd know. Um, but I should not have put my phone on. Just silence it. Make sure yeah. it's silent so it doesn't ring or make noises. Because then you're fucked. It's just going off well, to get unlocked. There's, an, there's another thing you, which I discovered tonight. I didn't know. But you're. I don't. I don't have my my phone. I mean my phone. I don't have my watch connected to. Wi-Fi because I don't use it without my phone. Right. But oh. you can connect your watch to Wi-Fi, and then if your phone's in airplane mode, you can get iMessage. You can get huh? iMessages. I want to note we are 10 minutes in. If you have stopped here to know if we were still talking about the book tour, we haven't even still started. going. We have yeah. not started. <laughs> Go another 10 minutes. Or, or say 20. I mean, we've been recording for four. Oh, we didn't start at the beginning. It's been 45 no. minutes already. Okay. So the stage was, imagine high school, like, play. Yes. Not musical. <laughs> yes. 
not a high school musical, like, not like Brigadoon or South Pacific, but like the stage of like arsenic and old lace that like people got together over a weekend and painted shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just as best as they could in the time that they had before their moms picked them up. Yep. This is, this is what the stage looked like. It was not, and it really, really did. This is what. I, you, I love <laughs> that you made a comment about Willie Williams not at, <laughs> being able to cut the budget. <laughs> right. It's like we had a claw and, and now we have this kitchen table and chair. We had a lemon and an olive and now it's table and chair. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, just really, it was really, you know, bare bones, but there, you know, there were, there, it's not a screen because you don't like see, but it's Bono's drawings on these two banners. Yeah. And, they're like projected, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And, then the floor has like physical writing on it, Bono's handwriting. Yeah. Um, which if you're sitting on the floor, like if you're, I swear, if you're between the, I mean, if you're. Sit 10 rows back, people. Yeah. You, Sit 10 rows well, back. No, you won't see the floor if you're 10 rows back. No, but apparently the floor didn't do anything. No, but it looked. But it'd really be cool. cool to see. It's obviously there for a reason. Yeah, it looked really cool. And then Eve posted it on. Yeah. On Instagram, which was really awesome. Anyway, there were a lot of celebrities there. I called it with Hillary Clinton. I would just like yep. to say that. We said um, in like our last step, don't call Jenny, call Hillary, because there'll probably be only two Hillarys there. Right. Well, multiple Jennies. <laughs> true and there and true. Um. So anyway, he um so it's it's a one man show. There's no other way to describe it. He has Jack Knifley who does um special effects sounds and like drums, percussion, like drums a percussion. And, yeah. And keyboards I think he did. And then okay. there's a woman who plays the harp and keyboards and sings, and then there's a woman with a cello. That woman sings like an angel. Angel. Oh my oh. god. My God. Yeah, amazing. This she one, actually sings a lot. There's some songs where she's the main vocals. She, she is absolutely. He, he's she sings over him talking. Yeah. Um, he so adorableness. One thing was obviously this was the first show and he didn't have everything down pat. So he has a lapel mic which he uses for everything but singing. Right. But every, I am most of the time, half the time he passed the standing mic, he grabbed it because that's what he does. He's a singer and he doesn't know what he's like. Oh, I don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) And the poor sound people, they would switch. So sometimes it was like, he's talking into the mic and then he put it down and then they hadn't switched back to his lapel yet. Yeah. It was a little, I felt bad for the, but it was adorable because he he didn't know he doesn't know what to do without a microphone in his hand. And he kept calling himself out on it. It was adorable. Yeah, it was so adorable. Um, I'm assuming that's why he pushed it down sometimes. Yeah. Also, that's a some kind of new mic with like hydraulics. I've never seen a microphone like that yeah. before. It's cool. Because I mean, his effort was like, like you know, and it would yeah <laughs> his finger. <laughs> yeah, and then he'd let go of it and it would pop back up. Yeah. Um. So it was that was really cool. I've never seen a microphone. He's never 
he for sure has never used a microphone like that before. Not that we've seen, no, yeah. No, not at a YouTube show. Yes, um, yeah. Okay, so there, he climbed on the table. Jenny grabbed my arm because <gasps> it looked like he was going to fall. We all I gasped. I swear, when he was getting down, he was a little wobbly. He was a little wobbly. Um, and then I'm thinking, I really hope that they didn't build the table on that school play tech Saturday. <laughs> I participated in many a Saturday like that in high school and I wouldn't climb on any would never climb on that table no no um but but anyway it was it was just adorable but so he had um a chair he had a chair two chairs in a corner that was supposed to be the um fuck Finnegan's um, Finnegan's, but it was the, but it was the Sorrento Sorrento lounge yes and he said he used to go in there with his dad and a good bit of everything that was there was a, a, a lot of conversation that came from that corner of the stage um that was just conversation between him and his dad it was fascinating um so fascinating so in the book when he talked about James and Leary yeah it, it it's not in the book. He doesn't tell that story in the book. With Pavarotti? Yeah. I haven't. Have we gotten to that he part? Talk, I I I skipped because I wanted to see it. Oh. I went in. I went in um to uh, uh in Kindle and you can put in a keyword. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I had that story right. And it's not in there. Oh, interesting. I mean, he talks about Pavarotti, but he doesn't talk about um, the James and Larry thing. So something that in the Sorrento Lounge in Finnegan's that his dad would always ask him was, you know, anything strange or startling. And that was a strange or startling story. And I guess it was more fun to tell it that way on stage. Yeah, I guess so. Because I don't think. Maybe that's from a draft of the book that didn't make. Yeah, well, what Pavarotti, for, Pavarotti asked if he would, if Bono, Ed, James, and Larry would write a song for him, and this went on and on. But my inside joke, and that we've, I've actually mentioned it on our pod before, is yeah. that the bartender at the bar that I go to named James, and it doesn't look like his name should be James. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. look, but forever and ever, I call, I said. <laughs> Who the fuck is James? Well, I think the first night that you met him, Amanda and I were there. No, I hadn't I met him, well, but I didn't even remember that. Because you were like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who the yeah. fuck is James? We'll make okay. me promise not to say bad words in this app, so I'm just going to not. Oh, we're not saying bad words in this app? Well, because he wants Charlie to listen to it, but we'll just let Charlie listen to the next step. Because okay. An integral part of the story. So. I mean, don't also, say that at home. Don't say those words, Charlie. Charlie, don't say those words. Those are only. Purely for the storytelling. Oh, you have to be in your mid-40s to be able to say words like that. You cannot be nine. Um, Charlie's Hillary's nephew. My nephew. Apparently. He's now an intricate part of this episode. Yes, he is. Charlie lost um, a tooth yesterday. Tooth oh, well, that's exciting. I wanted to say something, but I will leave it out. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, 
so apparently though I had said who the fuck is James before and I didn't even remember that because <laughs> the story has gone around and around and around so I go out the other night and my cousin Marissa was with us who doesn't go very often and I introduced him and he was like hi Marissa my name is who the fuck is James <laughs> and I'm like wait for it <laughs> do I have a story for you so I tell I tell everybody the story it's super funny and then later that night I, I asked James several times if he still had my credit card and he said no he did not yeah um but I was just like I know he didn't give it to me but whatever it's just down the street I can come back get it they know where I live whatever right so later that night, I get a text from my friend Kip, who is the manager of the restaurant. And he was like, hey, check your mailbox. And so I go, I look at my mailbox and I have an envelope with my name on it. And it says, also, I'm sorry, rewinding just a little, Kip likes to refer to Edge and Bono by the names that shan't be said. Yes. So I get... I get an envelope in my mailbox that says, love, Paul, Dave, Larry, and James. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it, it came from Bonner's story. This is why we're telling this, because yeah. he said James and Larry. Anyway, um, he sang so beautifully. He did hit a really bad note. I don't remember what it was, but we looked at each other. And I felt like, for some reason, I had this split second of, oh, shit, he just saw us look at each other. <laughs> like I don't even remember it. It was a, he started off something, I don't remember what it was, and it was just like, boom, awful. Like, he hit the wrong note hard. And we did, I swear, we looked at I'm each sure, other. I'm sure, I believe you. And then I'm like, oh, like, I know we're close. I don't think he, but I don't know 100% that he didn't see us. I'm hoping the lights were too bright on him. Yeah. Because it was yeah. very theater-like. I'm not sure he totally. could see. Totally. He didn't see us. But I did have this sec- split second of like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. I do also want to note that, so the show was almost two hours, maybe a full two hours. And I want to say the first 30, 40 minutes, he was noticeably nervous. Very nervous. In the cutest yeah. way, like appropriately. Yeah. Appropriately. And... But he, he was almost like, sh- I swear, he was almost like shaking. He missed his lines at one point. He was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he had monitors the whole time, of course. Um, you can't read two hours, no. memorize two hours in a row. Yeah. No. Oh, so at the at the end, he sings opera. And he starts off. No one is talking about this. I know. Why isn't anyone talking about this? And I mean, we haven't talked about it because I don't want to ruin it. But oh, my God. Why isn't it? We, we're talking about it because it's our pod and we do what we want to do. And if you don't want to hear, then you're still listening when, when it's a spoiler. Just heads up. Yes. Um, But he sings this hour, but it doesn't start off. Like, I was just like, eh, I don't know what he's trying to do. It sounded like when he was with Pavarotti on stage. Like, it's like, who's this dude trying to sing Italian? Right. It, it just, he was just kind of. You know, not very loud and not very, um, not even singing like he usually sings. He was right. more, like, reserved and, and I, I assume 
No, I don't. I was going to say, I assume that was meant to be, but it felt like he was nervous. So I think it, it maybe was, it was, he, it was just him being nervous and right. he built up to this. Holy fuck. He was also sitting. That's I don't know how you sing opera sitting. I don't know. Um, but it ended in this, uh, in this gorgeous. Oh my God. You all can't see our faces. Of I can't. I can't. We are silent for a reason. I have no words. His voice was that of an opera singer, and he said it before he started. Or, or right after, he said almost like apologetically, like I I can't explain it, but when my father died, my voice changed, and yeah. boom, it it was right. He was there. a tenor. Oh my God! And do you remember so on three sixty? It was obvious he had been taking voice lessons and he was yes. really working on Miss Sarajevo. And we were just so impressed and so proud with his Pavarotti parts. Yeah. This this was not a Pavarotti part. This was no. him singing the fucking opera. Like 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 a goddamn angel from above. But it, it's to me, I, I mean, I say it all the time. It's spotting dogs and eating onions kind of yeah. thing. So it's like, if you, you have this talent where he can spot dimes, but then he, you turn around and he's eating an onion, an onion, thinking it's an apple. So like, oh my God, just have an opera album. <laughs> just sing like this. It's like. Just sing like this. This is you can do it. He can it, do it. It is. This he has not. This is a brand new voice. This is nothing you have ever ever remotely ever. heard anything like this before. And the fact that he sang so, he was so apprehensive, so timid about singing. It was. You know, not in any sort of graphic, gross way, but it was like he was slowly like taking his clothes off while like you have, you guys have to see me naked, kind of. Like it was yeah, like, like, oh, sorry about this. I really don't want to do this, but. But then he stood up and came to the main mic, and just fucking belted it like. It was. I mean, we grabbed each other and gasped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it wasn't. There were parts. It, it, the whole show was was a little awkward because clearly there were people there who expected a concert. Yes. And didn't know what to make out of this not being a concert. That, well, it's like, do you stand up for the songs? Do you not stand up for the songs? Are the right. songs going to be ten seconds or two minutes? Like, you don't know. Like, it it was it was a real. This had every single person in that place on their feet without waiting to see if anyone else was standing. You had no choice but just to. Burst. First. Yeah. It was, it was, oh my God, the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. I, and a friend of ours said, dare I say this was better than a U2 concert? It was better quality. It was better a higher quality. quality than what you expect at a U2 yeah. show. That said, it wasn't. I don't think you can compare them. You can't, because, and one is supposed to be fun and. U2's version of light, which is, you know, heavy for every other band in the world. Right. But, but I mean, it's, you know, it's, there's audience participation, you know, this is not like that. 
No, um, this is something to watch. This was definitely a, you know, a spectator. Yeah. We, we weren't part of this, and we nor should we have been. And, and the music hit differently. It wasn't, it's different without the band. Yeah. I mean, it was gorgeous, gorgeous. And it was awesome to hear him sing, and I'm not going to negate any of that. But the songs definitely hit differently. So um, we didn't mention The Edge was there. The Edge was there, yeah. I don't think he was in the arc of celebrity because Bonham kept pointing up to him and to Gavin. Yes. I think. They looked up like he was pointing up and not... Like, maybe they were up, like, in a box or something. You know, he, he clearly... You know, different parts. He clearly was talking to Allie, to her seat, where she was. Yeah, in the um, arc of celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in the arc of celebrity. Um, but this was amazing. Just, I can't even tell, I can't even. Are we missing, if, we, if we're missing any huge parts that we should tell you, we have these memories for a very, very long time. Yes. So and we don't need to do a play by play. They will pop up, you know, different things that we haven't discussed or things that we want to discuss in the future. Yeah. Again. Oh um but it was just it was such a it was I'm so thankful and honored and just blown away that that you know to be there was really honestly one of the great honors of my life I think thank you for making that happen Jenny you're, you're <laughs> welcome you're welcome um I even I think we spent too much time in Colbert because I feel like that was I just <laughs> <laughs> so um what was I gonna say so oh so I will say like we know that that was I'm assuming they're all being filmed there were signs saying that you know by entering here you're on camera yeah um so it'll be interesting if it comes out i mean they're gonna film it anyway they need all possibilities right i i don't think it will just because it was such an intimate thing yeah i I don't know why but i the other thing is i did sit in there for a while and think who like if if I don't know a, a friend of my local a local friend of mine was there would they be would they be interested in this no right like if you it it, t- it took a very particular person to yeah. be um I feel like R- Randy who sat next to me was not that person <laughs> but God bless you whoever you are Randy I'm sorry. But, Sorry that you had a rough night, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, but like, like I was thinking of of my friend Kelly, who is a YouTube, she is absolutely a YouTube fan. She is a Bono fan. Um, but I don't, I don't think she would have enjoyed that, to tell you the truth. Like, I think yeah. it really takes a specific, you have to have a greater than average interest in Bono than right you know to have wanted to be in there for that long like I don't think I mean if your parents went do you think they would have enjoyed that I think my dad would have my mom has little tolerance for that kind of stuff anyway 
I don't know that, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know actually, but I don't think so. And they um, do, like, I mean, they, they are, you know, both of my parents are definitely Bonifaz. I think my dad would have liked the opera stuff. Um, and, and not just that, but all the stuff with him talking with his father was just like kind of an elevate, you know, a different kind of. Right. But I don't think so. I don't think most people would have enjoyed that. Wonder what um, people who don't know as much as we do about his life and his background, what they would have been confused about. Right. And I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Because we already know what we know. Right. I mean, maybe, I guess if you went in there not knowing, I don't know, not knowing about his mother passing away, not knowing, you know, I don't know what would be, I mean, would that have been, for people who didn't know that, would that have been like a, <gasps> I don't know. Right. Um, I have no idea, but it was, a, it, I mean, it was, per, it was a perfect, perfect event and you know I feel like if I had the chance I would go see it again and again but I'm almost glad that I don't have the chance I would only want to see it again towards the end just to see how he evolves yeah as a performer but I don't I don't need that again yeah because it was just so special I don't and I don't I know like in Toronto there were a bunch of Canada references. Like, there's going to be some different things. Right, right. They definitely referenced New York City. But I can't imagine it, unless there's a significant part of the show that needs to change. It's staged and blocked and right. rehearsed and... Right. Yeah. So, it... I, what, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know what the value of it would be to release it. Right. Unless it was like a fan club release or something. Absolutely. Okay, there you go. That would be that would be reasonable to do. Um, I that would be very reasonable to have it as a fan club release. But but even then I I don't know. I a friend um of ours said. And she was right on that he needs to have more than 14 of these shows. He needs to do like a residency like Springsteen did. Like a limited run on Broadway kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But maybe not this. Yeah. But he's got it. He's got He's got it. I mean, this was clearly, this was acting. This was singing. You know, this was speaking. This was it was mostly acting to tell you the truth yeah i mean he acted out his life (laughs) his life and um it was really the most amazing thing i've ever seen but i mean not again not in not this exact show but he totally can do something on stage something on on okay well this may be like our longest ep ever so maybe we should get to the colbert show okay the next night. The next night, we went to see Stephen Colbert. So this was also fascinating. The 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 people who the production team were like stand-ups themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the, the people that came out and to tell us what was going to happen at a certain time. And um, we had to wait for a long time. And, you know, just what was going to happen with in terms of getting wristbands, in terms of what our odds were of getting inside the building to begin with. Um, they were all like really rehearsed at this and like yeah. stand ups. I mean, I laughed so hard. It was really, it was really great. It was was just so entertaining just being outside waiting in line. Um, And we went in and they had a a stand up, a guy who did stand up to warm up the audience. It was so great. Who I recognized probably from TV somewhere. I haven't looked him up, but I need to look him up. His name is Mercado. Yeah. It ended in a valley. He was great. Um, He was really, really great. So anyway, it started with Banu singing. It's out of order when you watch it on the uh, on the episode. It start it started with Banu. Actually, singing. it's in order on the episode. It was out of order how it was filmed. That's what I meant. <laughs> I mean, well, it's the episode is out of order how it was filmed, but it was also filmed out of order from how they're usually filmed. Yes, usually they do. The music is filmed in sequence with how you see it on the show. And this was out of sequence. So if you want sense, I assume you wanted his voice. Best. Yeah. Uh, Bono came out and, and did with or without you first and then did the interview. Um, it was it was really funny. So I think I felt like Bono wasn't entirely on. Like. I don't know. He seemed a little his uh... during the interview. Yeah. So oh, can I go back to with or without you real quick? Yes, please. Um, I mean, other than the encore at the book tour night, book tour of city blinding lights, we didn't hear a full song. No, no, that's true. So when with or without you was a full song and we got to hear the like crescendo in the buildup. And from where we were in our seats, we could see, like, the interview and the desk part perfectly. We couldn't see where Bono was. I could see the top of yeah. his, the, the, like, top quarter of his forehead yeah. and the top of his head. But I just, like, put my head down, and I just, like, that was more like being in a YouTube show. Yeah. It wasn't the same, but it was the full, the full effect of the lyrics. Right. Anyway. Um. I was also like, does he enjoy being here? I don't think so. But he, does, he looks like on camera on the actual show. He, he does, did. but in being there, he 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 seemed like mentally disheveled or something. <laughs> like he just wasn't. It his little anecdotes were a little. He had trouble like, putting his words together. Yeah, it was it was a little weird. Um. And, and I mean, my parents said it came off weird, but they said also that Colbert was way off too. Huh. Um, which there was a part where Colbert had a brief. He did it like once in a in a half, and then went back and re- and recorded it one more time. Right. Um, because he uh, he there was something that was screwed up, which really really affects. I didn't know this, but it really affects a live show because. We don't want to laugh at something three times. Yeah, I kind of didn't mind. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I find him know, funny all the time. But it 
I agree it was really funny, but I noticed that it just didn't seem the audience had the full right enjoyment the full of it, yeah. Of it the more times you hear it. Anyway. Um yeah, but Pano wasn't he felt it, to me it felt like it, it also felt like I, I think that they're supposed to have like a like a pre interview or something. I always heard this, but I don't think that happened because no. he, fully ill prepared for every question for everything yeah. that's happening so here's a good example so when he was doing the um list of things that he will apologize for in his next book yeah watching it live i was like oh my god he hates this yeah watching it the recording of it as now in the extended cut, he's actually quite adorable and playing along. He's adorable, but he fumbles it a lot. Yeah, but but he's the way he's with the cameras and he's kind of just like sad about apologizing to things. I don't know. Yeah, I, so I found it more engaging from the camera's eye than from the yeah. audience above. But he just he was a little awkward. Like so, right before that, he was like just out of the blue out of nothing having to do with anything he was like did you know the edges from outer space yeah i think he was like trying to fill the space or something yeah but colbert the edges from the future from the future i'm sorry colbert had no idea what to say to that it was it was a very awkward in real life it was and in video it also was right awkward what was the uh, oh he was trying to extend and this is just one of those things he's been saying it's so often that I feel like it's just lost something to to him saying it. But when he was talking about Larry being, it's not a very it's not a very punk rock name to have Larry Mullen Jr. Right. And jazz or whatever. I felt like Colbert couldn't catch up to that either. It was just like, why are you saying? What are you saying about Larry not being punk rock or something? Right. Um. I know I still have to, I haven't watched the full recording the yeah. um the stuff released I should say let me just say I don't care who the guest is I would go to see Colbert live any day of the week any day I've I've never been to a live recording of anything before so I don't know if everybody is this great but I am so diehard Colbert right now I die I, hard. So, like, so next time, if we know however many months in advance you can sign up for New York, we'll just get Col- tickets. So did you watch the extended cut that they released? I did. How much did they show about how the drinking came about? None. They just all of a sudden had drinks? No. They never drank? Mm-mm. Oh. It also ended kind of abruptly. So there might be... Well, it's be- supposed to be kind of a rough cut anyway, right? Yeah. Like, so there might not be another one, but there what there weren't drinks. So do they not do they not show the part where they he like answered those interview questions like apples or oranges? No. And again, I assume that was an official. It looked the, like the official, but they didn't have it. He taught he told the Van Morrison story, which I didn't think he was going to do. Interesting. Because there was another part that right before when they started talking about Van Morrison. Colbert said, cut this out because right. when he was talking oh, about it, cut it out. Like I shouldn't be so telling both of the, both of those things. Colbert said, cut out this about Domino and it being about God. 
then cut right. that out, and then they went right and Bono went right into the story <laughs> about Van Morrison, and he said, "Cut this out." Like, and, it's and yeah, it's it's on that. Um, and he says, "Is he litigious?" And and Stephen Colbert's like, "No, no, no, he's not litigious." <laughs> I don't remember Colbert's reaction to. Yeah, it. maybe they got some quick approval. Yeah. So what are, what were some? So they asked him. Apples or oranges? And his answer was lemons. What number am I thinking of? And Bono said, what number am I thinking of? Oh, yeah. He turned it around on him. Yeah. And it was 40. Yeah. The, was it, I don't remember the the answer, but the question, was it like, what animal are you most scared of? What What did he say? He said, it was something, the wild paparazzi or something like that oh yeah 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 um favorite smell what did he say that was the smell of his mother iron oh ironing right his um least favorite smell so it was mint mint artificial mint like toothpaste mint oh he like freaked out about that yeah I was like, I'll put my Tic Tacs away. <laughs> what else was there? There was more. There was more. Yeah, they didn't have the they didn't have that part in at all. Interesting. Um, one we one thing that they had in the in the um outtake in the extended version. Oh, I don't think they had this in the actual episode. Um, the monkeys. Oh yeah. Colbert's like has no clue what he was like monkeys. Like actual and he was like Oh yeah, he like didn't get the like there's more punk in the monkeys. Yeah. My thing was Bono's reaction to the crowd singing. Hey, hey. With them like you oh and and Colbert said like they're on a they're on a trigger figure. Uh, (laughs) That's what he said. They're on a hair trigger. Like like (laughs) <laughs> like, like the audience is is on for that shit. Yeah. Um, which I was proud of because I felt like I'm like, can you hear me? No. We also knew that story. So we knew what it was talking about. Um, they showed the mullet thing on the extended the version. Extended version. Right? Stupid. It was kind of it was pretty goofy. Yeah. There was a part that I highlighted from the book today. Yeah. Um, and it was weird. the The wording was super weird. He said that these like scary biker type guys walk into a bar and he's with John Perales. Oh yeah, I heard that part. And he said he said at which two at which point two hard men enter the pub. I know they are hard because I feel the hairs on the back of my neck go up, and I have no hairs on the back of my neck. <laughs> And I'm like, but you do what? <laughs> we all do. What does that Maybe mean? Maybe you don't. Maybe the, you. What? <laughs> I don't understand. So did you that. read that or did you hear that? Or did, are you listening to audio it. or read? Okay. In the audio book. I've gone back and forth. In the audio book that works. He has no hairs on the back of his neck. Just the way he tells it, he's like. Like, that's how weird it was. Like, that's how I was so scared that Why I felt Why doesn't he have hair on the back of his neck? I don't know. This is what, this is, 
You're reading Jin today. I don't know. Because it's all fake hair. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. And then I kind of was a little like, huh? When he said the first time he brought Allie home. And she had to go under the bed. Yeah. She was naked. Yeah. That surprised me. I don't know yeah. why. It just seemed, I always just assumed they were like too religious to be like naked. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They like did it right away, man. I mean, that shocked me. Yeah. That, that really shocked me because in YouTube by YouTube, he talks about how on their wedding night, they were staying wherever they had, there was where the reception was or something. Yeah. And the band had like blown out the fuses or something. There was no electricity. And they were like, like on the, like crawling around trying to find each other. And everything was very, and the way he said it was like, everything was very new to us. And that hmm. made me think this was different. Hmm. They had a different situation than. Gotcha this but clearly they they weren't not yeah they, they had been together yeah i mean clearly they they've been together and right. that's not in youtube by youtube it, it doesn't sound like that right well he is he probably meant something metaphorical or mental or spiritual <laughs> yeah yeah, but he says something like, like, without using like colorful, colorful terms or something like that. that mm -hmm. Those aren't his words, but he, it really was like they hadn't been together before. Interesting. In YouTube by YouTube, but but they're that's obviously not the deal in this book. Right. Hmm. Assume. Yeah. But I mean. She was naked under the bed, so I with his dad sitting on the bed. Yeah, and he said we don't talk like that, and this is the time he decides to sit down on the bed and talk about life. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but he said something about they were walking home and not talking about the sex that they were not gonna have or something like that. It was weird. The wording was weird. It's like they knew what was happening, like, yeah. Or no, they didn't. Like, they did, yeah. they they maybe didn't know that was what was going to happen, but whatever. I had to go back and listen. I felt like it was implied in his tone when listening. It, reading it, it's... it's Different. No, it, it's implied that they had sex, but it wasn't... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I read it wrong. But the story that he's told in the past and this story don't add up. But it does also doesn't matter because it's his story. It's his story, yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we don't really care. care. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know why I keep trying to figure out these little things because I don't care. Right. But I, like, I don't know why. We're just used to analyzing his words. Yes. That's why. Um. There are parts of the book that are, are extremely boring to me, L reading it. The gods, yeah. I just, my head goes. Mm, I'm really enjoying it, the audio version. Yeah. Really enjoying it. 
No, I got five chapters audio, and then the last four I've only done. Gotcha. But I need a good. I should go back and do that again. Well, okay. That's... So we've talked about. We have talked about Pop Mart, so we can add the logo to the Pop File. There's a lot of news which we're not covering this week. So. What's oh, go- so many what's book signings. So many articles. Um. There was a thing that I found very interesting that Bono flat out says that the um, the Vegas thing is nothing in stone. If they do it, then it'll be something Zoo TV themed. But yeah, he said Octum Baby specifically. Specifically. And he just said there's no there yet. Yeah. So it it you know people who have been it's gonna happen on this date. And the people that have been very, like, that's not true. There are plenty of people that have said this is all rumors, but here's when it's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Bono, who I don't, I don't believe when he confirms something, but I do believe it when he does not confirm something. It sounds like they really want to, but there's, there's no building. (laughs) No, no. And I mean... I mean, it's, it looks, it's enclosed, but they don't have an open date or anything. And it would have to be ready, like the date that they say that it's going to be ready. And if for all these rumors to be exactly. There's no way, especially nowadays, how long things take. No, but, but also, I mean, they still don't have a date set for, um, for songs of surrender right i mean no one's released a date which should be coming out very 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 soon but but there's no date out for that yet no and they still are saying they want a a a new album of fresh material next year so before they would do the vegas thing right so all of this is there's a lot of nothing going on basically right um Interesting also, I heard him, he was talking about Songs of Ascent recently, and I'd heard one interview weeks ago where it was done. And then just the other day, he said it was like 70% done. Yeah. Interesting. But again, Um, I I don't believe him confirming something, but if he doesn't confirm it, I do believe that that it's, that is accurate. Yes. (laughs) Um, Before we go anywhere, I want to give some shout outs to some of our friends and new friends we met in New York. We already shouted out to PJ from Octoon Baby. We already shouted out to Jenny from the Larry Mullen Band. If you all listened to our last ep about if God will set his angels video shoot, you heard us talk about Miles and Dave. We saw them. Oh my God, it's so exciting. Even seen Dave since like that night. I haven't seen Miles maybe since right after college. It was awesome. Our new friend Bill who recognized us, maybe our voices. <laughs> Bill Bill owns Bono's Mercedes with the cowhide print. He bought that on auction. I saw him show Bono the picture of it, but I don't know what came of that. He signed he sent me a picture of it signed. Oh, okay, okay. Um I don't know if there was any recognition from yeah. Bono on it. Um 
Joseph, who we haven't really talked to, but I was handing out business cards. He was in the Colbert line. And he's like, oh, I already listened to you guys. And he's tagged us in a few posts. So, yo, Joseph, keep on listening. Hey, Joseph. Beth, who I only met really briefly in person at the Beacon, but she's YouTube nurse on Twitter and a wonderful source of joy and a constant refrain for way before we started boom chawing. She'll just be like, it's Friday, boom chaw. <laughs> so she's a joy. Um, Noel and Rebecca, we talked about them. Um, Babette, our new waiting in line friend. Your bestie, Scott. Your beacon seatmates, Randy, who had to run to beat his, meet his parole officer or catch the train. <laughs> we assume one of these two things. <laughs> Let's go with parole officer. And, and um, Margaret, who was sitting two seats down, who became our BFF in like three seconds. She's lovely. Lovely. Um, shout out to Anton, who shook my hand. Gail King, King who waved to you and smiled. Fucking Gail King, man. Uh, old Jerry. Old Jerry. And bless all that is Brian Murphy. Shout out to our old, old friend, old, old friend, 25 years going back now, Sandra, who Sandra, Sandra. was just a joy to see again. Always amazing. Memories and New her alone are. Her adventures outside of you two alone are, are extraordinary. And I love it. Yeah. Always a joy. Yeah. Always a joy. Um, Sally, who we mentioned before. Um, who else did we? Bono. Oh, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. We did have a lovely Bono reunion, which we was did. fantastic. Um, and, if you uh, are on the social medias, please look at this picture we have. Yes. Because someone was standing behind us with a camera who got clearly captured our interaction with Bono. Our f- looks like... It's a different or- angle than what we had before. Yeah. Of what we're um, looking for. And so if if you are this gentleman, we would love to see what you have on your camera. Yes. With no subpoena or anything, just no. Just please send it. Just on hope you didn't delete it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in your deleted files. If you did delete it, still contact us because we'll get it back for you. Yep, we'll tell you where it's living. Or find you your local, your closest Apple store. Um, but we'll if you go to our Twitters. The underscore garden tarts, you can help retweet that tweet too. Please retweet it because we would. Got, he's got to be on the social medias. He's there's a picture be. of him with a camera and Bono while he's talking to us. Yes. So he's he's got to be you've got to be out there, nice kind gentleman. I know. Who, who did not push us or anything. He was very no. nice. respectable fan. We're here for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, until next week. Boom, Next, I guess we'll have to see it. We'll have to figure out when to air our Orion Salazar interview. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Me too. Okay. We need to be until sure next week. To we'll do that again. Okay. Until next week. Boom, chat. Boom, chat. Bye. Bye.